What the fuck is up, Buttercups? How are y'all? Welcome back to another week of the Be That Bitch podcast, where we talk about being that bitch, whatever, you know, that looks like to you. We're just going to be that bitch, not a bitch. Can I get an amen? <laughs> that was terrible. Um, If you're new here, hi, welcome. If you are oldie here, I know I probably scared you because we missed a week and you're like, oh my gosh, did this bitch just fall off the face of the earth again? No, no, I did not. But you see how Thanksgiving break works with my kids? It's fucking mass chaos. Mass chaos. They won. They win every break, honestly. And there's just no way for me to record during that. And one of these days, one of these days, I will be that bitch that actually is on top of shit and like pre-records. But mm, not today. Not tomorrow. Probably not this year. But you know, next year, both of my little heathens, I am chucking them off to school all day every day except for breaks so like I feel like I'll be able to get on top of shit then but like right now I can't um (laughs) this is your first podcast episode this is really chaotic opening and I would like to tell you that they're not all this chaotic but they are because you know what I always say my biggest goal with this podcast It's for it to feel like you're sitting there with your girlfriend shooting the shit over coffee or a spicy margarita or a good old beer because you guys know I love me a good sour beer. Did you guys know that when you have the co word, the C word, I don't know if I can say that. Fuck it. It's my podcast. Uh, The COVID. So I had COVID in 2020. And this isn't the, the for everybody, but according to a lot of people, this is it for a lot of people when your taste buds like completely go away. So I lost my sense of taste and my sense of smell. When they finally did come back a long time later, they came back different. Like I used to be a wine connoisseur. I loved wine. The fruitier the wine, the better. Like give me all the Moscatos, give me all the Muscadine wines, all that stuff. But when my taste buds came back, now I'm a beer girl and you could not pay me enough fucking money in the entire world to drink a beer before. I always said it was piss water. And if I'm drinking beer, there's something wrong because I might as well be drinking Nockwell because Nockwell has more alcohol in it than beer. Like literally, these are the things I said. And now I'm making myself a liar with a bunch of shit. Like you guys, you guys remember? I always said if I'm running, you better be running too because there's something chasing our ass. Now I go out there and pay to run. Who is this bitch? And now I would choose a fucking, dis- not a distillery, uh. What's, what's the, the winery, a brewery. <laughs> I would choose a brewery over a winery and I can't even drink liquor anymore. Like liquor makes me sicker <laughs> except a margarita. I can still, still do a margarita, but like, I can't do just like regular mixed drinks. I don't know. I know that was so random and like, so <laughs> why am I even saying this squirrel brain? Um, but like I said, you know, this is how I would talk to my friends. So you're my best friends. I'm literally sitting in here, my room, twirling in my chair, sipping my coffee. I need to go get my water because y'all know I've already said a lot of cuss words. So I need to drink my water, but regardless, that's the point of this podcast. And so I always said, you know, I don't monetize it. I don't make any money from it. This is like literally just a way for me to serve more people and help more people. And so that's why sometimes they're sporadic, right? Because I am not going to come and give you guys content 
if I'm not feeling inspired by it and if I don't have energy because I swear I can tell when somebody records a podcast because they felt like they had to record it versus because they wanted to like I felt like they wasted 20 30 minutes of my time and I'm sorry I know they say time is money but I'm a mama of two that also runs a business like I ain't got time to be wasting on podcast episodes that you didn't even want to record and you're just trying to force out their content so like I guaranteed myself I was like I'm not gonna do that shit and so that's why sometimes they're sporadic but neither here nor there I was not going to record one today because I was not feeling inspired to and then a few of you guys on social media tagged me that I was your top podcast of the year one how the hell did that happen because I took six months off the podcast maybe it wasn't six months it was a solid four months so were you guys re-listening is my shit that good wow I love you guys um and then I was like you know what like there are people out there that care about this podcast. So I was like, what could I give them? Oh, fuck. I forgot to put my phone on. Do not disturb. Um, what could I give them? Like, what kind of content I could I give them that could be beneficial to them in this time of the year as we're going into the last month of the year? And I was like, by golly, I think I got it. And so this episode is all about what we're not going to do this holiday season, right? What we're not going to do because I will be damned if we continue to let history repeat itself and then crop and complain about history repeating itself. So I'm going to go over six things we're not going to do this holiday season. And for somebody who wasn't feeling very inspired, when I, when this, this idea just came into my head, I was just tapping, tapping away. Um, and then I've got five reminders this holiday season. So that is what this episode's going to be about. I am so freaking excited. But before we get into that, I wanted to do a quick holiday novella suggestions for you guys because I've had a lot of you guys asking. If you guys don't know this about me, I am equal parts obsessed with mindset, personal growth as I am smutty romance novels. Yeah, will, where else will you find a fucking podcast like that? I don't know, but not not anywhere else. It's only here on Be That Bitch. <laughs> and so a lot of y'all were asking about suggestions for it. And so I, being the 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 people of the people, the person of the people, the represent, represent I don't know. Me being here to help y'all, I have come up with a few suggestions that are just super short novellas that you will be able to read very quickly. And then a couple audiobooks. If you are like, mm, bitch, I'm not going to read, but I will run to an audiobook. So the first one is provoking. And honestly, y'all, I have not read these. So like if they suck, don't shoot the messenger. I also have not read these. <laughs> um, okay. So the first one is provoking St. Nick. It's giving enemies to lovers. It's by eco gracie and i'll also have all these in the show notes so it's e-c-h-o-g-r-a-y-c-e okay whatever that is um the next one is trick shot it's an mmf so male male female sword crossing is involved um it's giving super 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 spicy that's all i know it's giving super super spicy it's by kayla gross uh, the next one is Unwrap Him by Nala Kay. This is an uh, MM romance. And one of my friends has actually read it. And she says there's a scene with a candy cane. You will never look at candy canes the same again. So that's promising. Um, the next one is Faking Christmas. Um, this is, I who the fuck is this by? 
uh, Cindy Steele. So uh, it's giving fake relationship. That's what I'm assuming. Uh, the next one is Lords of Misrule. So this is... A reverse harem. Um, I've heard it's probably one of the spiciest books you will read all year. So, you know, do with that as you may. It's by Maggie Roden. The next one is Holiday Hat Trick by MJ Fields. Um, I don't really know what that's about, but I know it's hockey. So we love hockey. Make Me Marry. Honestly, I only added this because it's got a really hot guy with tons of tattoos on the cover. So just keeping it real. Uh, Mary Mischief List. I actually added this one because I've heard a lot of good things. It's by Haley Dickert. Dickert. Um, and the cover is so freaking cute, y'all. And then, okay, let's talk about full-length novels. So those are all novellas. They're going to be under 200 pages, so super short, easy reads. So a couple novels. This one is on my audio to listen. It's Claws and Effect by Piper Rainey, R-A-Y. N-E. Um, the cover is so freaking cute. And I've heard she writes really great holiday books. And then A Holly Jolly Ever After. I actually read the first one. This is by Jilly Murphy and Sierra Simone, um, which is a merry meet cute. And I fucking loved it. It was where a movie star meets a corn star. Corns, you, you know. Um, so this should be interesting. This one is the second one. I don't really know much about it, but I like the first one. So I added this one. Um, okay. So that's what I've got for you guys. If you guys have any holiday novellas that you want to add to my TBR, let me know because I do have three empty spots waiting. I thought, you know what I was thinking as my run today, this is another squirrel brain, but you guys love me. Um, what I was thinking during my run today, I was like, how fucking fun would it be if I did like a 25 days of Christmas smutty Christmas novella advent calendar? Like how fun would that be? Now I'm living in Delulu land. If I think I could actually finish a novella a day, but I figured if I do 25, then I could at least finish all those in the month of November, December probably still living in Dululu land. But I was like, how fun would that be if I let, you know, like that pick my TBR. I put all the, write them all down, put them in a Christmas mug, make it a whole thing. I don't know. Let me know if you think that's a good idea at Allie Griffith or if you're like Allie, bitch, you know, that shit's not going to work. <laughs> because I'm also thinking that. Um, okay. So that's all I've got for romance. If you like romance, spicy romance books, and you're like, I want a community where I can talk about spicy romance books with other people that are also into them because it can be kind of like an isolating joy because you don't want to like go to the soccer moms and be like, you know what I read? <laughs> Do you know who, what they did with this candy cane? Like that's awkward. So if you want people to actually talk about these with, I do host a virtual book club. Um, we will actually be doing another sisterhood of the traveling book here soon. And the link for that is in the show notes, or you can just go to alliegriffith.com and find it there. Okay. So let's go ahead and get to the motivation and inspiration portion of this podcast. Alrighty, we are back. So let's talk about what we're not going to do this holiday season, because I'm telling you what, I know that it is so easy to let history repeat itself and to just like throw in the towel and do absolutely nothing for the next month. I mean, 
it should be fucking criminal to have two of the most biggest holidays of the year back to back. I feel like they should have been spread out more, but alas, they were not. So let's talk about the six things that we're not going to do this holiday season. And then I'll give you five reminders for the holiday season. So number one, working out to earn anything. Say it with me. You do not have to earn your food. If you want to have that holiday beverage, you do not have to work out to earn that holiday beverage. We are eliminating that toxic thinking that says that I have to go run five miles so that I can earn or be able to enjoy my peppermint mocha. No, bitch, we're not doing that shit right? (laughs) We're moving our body as a celebration of our body. We're moving our body to give ourselves energy to keep up with these little heathens all throughout the holiday season. We're moving our body to make ourselves feel better. We are not moving our body to earn anything. We're not trying to earn food. We are not trying to burn enough calories to be able to enjoy that peppermint bark. No, sorry, Bob. Is that the saying? I don't know, but we're not doing that shit, okay? You can not earn your food. You do not have to earn it. It is literally something you need to stay alive. So it's not something we earn. Say it with me. We are moving our body as a celebration of our body, not as a punishment. Capiche? Number two, step on the scale daily. Y'all, I, you know, You know how I feel about that fucking scale. And if you don't know, go a couple podcasts earlier. I literally did an entire podcast episode that says throw that fucking scale away. So you know how I feel about that scale. It's literally psychologically proven that those that step on the scale are more likely to be inconsistent in their journey than those that do not. Is it an actual statistic? No, but it is something that I just made up and I believe it to be true. So you know what? It is what it is. From my experience with my clients, it's statistically proven that those that listen to me and get rid of that fucking scale stay more consistent and stay around longer than those that don't. That is a better statistic. Um, But like, seriously, y'all, we do not need that scale. It is not going to serve us anything. During the holiday season, you are gonna have a lot more treats, right? We're gonna be learning how to enjoy those within moderation, decide which treats are worth it to us or not, but we are going to be having more treats. We're gonna be having more sodium. We're gonna be, our food's gonna be a little bit different than it is the rest of the year, right? We're not gonna overindulge, but we are going to have some more indulgences. So that that scale is going to fluctuate a shit ton of times. And so like, why don't we just not step on it for a month? And if that scares you to not step on it for a month, then like maybe you should evaluate that relationship with the scale and why you need it. Oh, but you know, if I don't step on it, then I'm not going to know. And then I'm going to go all crazy and off the deep end. No, the fuck you're not. Like, trust me, you will not. I have not stepped on a scale in years. And I am still not off the deep end. You can learn to enjoy your journey, have results without stepping on that. So like, let's not step on it every day or even every week. Like do yourself a favor and put it away till the new year. Just put it away because you do not need that measure of progress in your life during the holidays. Instead, use photos or how your clothes are fitting or how your energy levels are or how you're feeling with yourself. Use those as indications on if you're actually doing the things you need to be doing during this time of the year. Okay, number four. We're not, we're not going to deprive ourselves. 
Like that is something we are not going to do this holiday season. We are not going to use deprivation as a method to get through. I cannot tell you how many fucking holidays I have tried to white knuckle my way through and just like saying no to every single thing around me. And then at the end of the holiday, I'm just fucking miserable. Like I would be one miserable ass bitch if I did not enjoy a peppermint mocha hot coffee at least once a week. Like that's just who I am. And there were so many years that I had this in my mind that if I had one treat, if I enjoyed one piece of peppermint bark, or if I enjoyed one of those signature coffees at Dunkin', that I would go sailing off the deep end and then I wouldn't be able anywhere near it until January, right? Like I had this mindset that if I had a little bit, I wouldn't know how to stop myself and I would have a lot. And you know what? Having that mindset is what makes you end up binging because guess what? This is how it's going to go and tell me if I'm wrong. Cause if you're telling me I'm wrong, I'm gonna call you a liar. You're going to start out this holiday season. No, no, no. You're going to tell no to all the treats. You're not going to have them because you know what? I got goals. Hashtag goals, right? And then by mid-December, right? A couple, couple weeks before Christmas, you finally give in because you're just so fucking exhausted with saying no and you're at a holiday party and it's right there and you get like, you get the whole fuck it moment, right? I'm painting this picture. You get the whole fuck it moment. So you have those things. And then you wake up the next day feeling a little bloated, feeling a little whatever, but it's not the food that sends you into a tizzy. It's not the food that t- sends you into a spiral. It's the mindset that you just fucked everything up because you quote unquote gave in to the treats and there it goes. Bada bing, bada boom, fuck it, forget about it. Might as well binge until the new year because I already messed it up. How many of you bitches have thought that? And don't you lie to me. Don't you lie to me. Because a lot of us, it's like literally programmed into our brain. And so then instead of allowing ourselves treats here or there, enjoying things here or there, and then the next day going back to moving our body, going back to drinking our water, going back to doing all of these things, we have thrown in the proverbial towel and said, fuck it until New Year's. So then you're going to end up doing a lot more harm than if you would have just allowed yourself to have those couple treats. Like, come on, y'all. What knuckling your way to this success is not the freaking answer because it does not teach you how to navigate these different holiday situations. It doesn't teach you what foods are worth it to you or not. It doesn't teach you how you can actually have your cake and eat it too. You can actually get results while enjoying your fucking life. I know that sounds like, what, bitch, you lied. No, I'm not. Literally living proof here. You can actually have your cake and eat it too. It's just all about one, learning portions. Two, learning that you can enjoy this one or two things. And then the next day, go back to eating like a normal human being, right? It's about learning to stop when you're full. It's about learning that you can have one to two bots and say, you know what? That's enough. That you don't actually have to eat the entire fucking pie, right? Because the bites five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 taste the exact same as bites one, two, and three. You can literally allow yourself a couple bots and put it away. Like, it's 
possible. And the longer that you spend trying to deprive yourself, white knuckle your way to the success, you know, deny, 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 the longer that you're not going to learn how to actually live with the foods, because there's going to come a time that you hit your quote unquote goal weight, or you hit your quote unquote goal, and then you start including these things back into your life, but you did not learn how to live with them. You didn't learn how to navigate lives with them. So now you're binging them. And then guess what? You gain all the fucking weight back. It happens time and time again. And it's proof that you cannot live this way. That you do need to learn how to coexist with the foods because I'm sorry, it is a really fucking lonely existence without peppermint bark during the holidays. I will not... No, I literally just went to Walmart today and I bought some of them Lindet, Lindo, um, peppermint white chocolate pieces of candy because those are my favorite during the holidays. So you bet your bottom dollar I'm gonna have one or two a week, maybe even three. Let's get a little crazy. But you know what? I now know that because those are in my house, I can have one and be completely fine because one is gonna taste the exact same as three, four, five, or six. And guess what? I can have another one tomorrow if I want or in two days or three days that there is nobody sitting there policing my Lindent white chocolate peppermint candies that I can have them whenever, however I want them. I feel like my redneck just showed like I got really thick Southern accent right there, but you know what? I got a little hype and when I get a little passionate, it comes out, but you know, we're just going to keep it moving. So that's what we're going to do. We're not going to deprive ourselves. We're going to start learning to navigate the holidays with these foods instead of trying to get rid of them. And we're going to learn how to enjoy it. Number five, what we're not going to do, we're going to, we're going to, we're, we're skirting away from food real quick. And we're going to number five, we are going to give, we're not going to give people our time that doesn't deserve it. We're not going to do that shit. I know the holidays is about bringing people together and all of this stuff, but y'all, if they don't prioritize you the rest of the year, if they don't text you back or call you back, or if they don't try to call or you're always the one has to reach out to them, then they don't deserve our time and us to prioritize them during the holiday. And I know maybe that is a very cynical thing of me, but if y'all have listened to the podcast for a while, you know that I don't have a relationship with a lot of my family. And it's because during the holiday, they would literally come around out of nowhere expecting gifts and expecting all of these things. Or it was always about like what I could do for them and no, we never about like just coming to be around me and being in my presence. So say it with me, y'all. If you great aunt Sally is a teetotal bitch and she, there is nothing positive that comes out of spending time with her, you do not have to give your time to great aunt Sally. There is way too much expected of us around the holiday for us to be adding the expectation of giving people our time that don't deserve it. So that's what we're not going to do this holiday. We are not going to go around to people in our family that don't deserve our time just because like, just because their family does not mean they deserve our time. And I know a lot of people, you guys are going to disagree, but like their family. Yeah. Yeah. Just because they're family, ask yourself this. Would you give this person your time if they were not your family? Like, would you give your great aunt Sally your time? If she wasn't your family or would you not even have a relationship with her? Like if she was just your friend and if the answer is no, then why are you giving it to them right now? Y'all the holidays is about bringing people together that want to be together about bringing people together that 
you know, like enjoy each other's presence and happiness and all of that stuff. And if they're, I'm sorry, maybe that's just the cynical me. So take that one as you may. Um, and number six, we're not going to put ourselves and our joy on the back burner. Yes. This time of year takes a lot out of us. And that is exactly why we need to still prioritize ourselves throughout this holiday. The reason why depression and anxiety is at an all-time high throughout the holidays is because a lot of people put their needs on the back burner to try to make the magic happen for their kids and stuff like that, right? Like, they'll stay up late to do that stupid elf on the shelf shit, but they won't, you know, like, wake up early to do a workout or they won't stay up late to read a little bit of their book because that brings them joy. Like we've got to make sure that we're still prioritizing our joy throughout the holidays. That's one reason why with my clients, I do this finish strong challenge every year at the end of the year for November and December. It's a finish strong challenge. And literally in the challenge, one of the things that we need to do is one is one thing to bring yourself joy every day. So to be able to check off that box, you have to do something that brings yourself joy every single day because I suffer from debilitating depression. Like I used to have to be heavily medicated for my depression. Like I would shut down. I would literally, I was useless. I was useless to everybody and I would cry and it was just a bad time all around. And I realized that the holidays was really, really bad for me. One, financial burdens of the holidays, which I don't, understand where it turned into the holidays is how much you can spend for everybody but that's another fucking podcast episode for another day but another thing was I wasn't taking care of myself I was eating and drinking a lot more I wasn't moving my body I wasn't sleeping properly and so I wasn't taking care of myself and so whenever I started you know two years ago and really making sure I was prioritizing myself. One, I made sure movement every single day was a goal. Like movement every single day was not just a goal. It was a necessity for me. Um, and then making sure that I do a couple things every day. One that brings me joy and a couple things that make sure I'm taking care of me. And so, Maybe that means I'm moving my body. Maybe that means I'm drinking my water. Maybe that means I'm eating some vegetables, whatever the case may be. But just making sure that we're prioritizing our happiness and our health as well, right? Like, yes, yes, our family matters. And yes, it's up to us to bring the magic of Christmas up. But guess what, y'all? They don't deserve the rest of us. They deserve the best of us. And if we're not treating ourselves with love, if we're not prioritizing ourselves, we're giving our family the rest of us. And that, 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 that shit is not what they deserve. Okay? So say it with me. You matter too. We're not going to put ourselves on the back burner. We are going to prioritize ourselves. It's not you or them. It's you and them. Capiche? Capiche. All right, let's go with some reminders for the holiday season. And I'll recap all these at the end. Um, so reminders for the holiday season. Number one, life's a game of inches, not miles, okay? Remember, a lot of us are doing this goal, these this journey of fitness, running, health, whatever the fuck your goal is right now. And we're thinking like, I need to be making these massive moves, right? Like I need to, I want to lose a hundred pounds. I want to do all of this stuff, right? We're thinking big picture. We're not remembering that this is like, these goals are not accomplished by going miles at a time, making big leaps and bounds. It's literally made by making very tiny incremental 
inches at a time. And so just remember that even if during the holidays, your inches are so fucking minuscule that they're barely noticeable, just remember that slow progress is better than no progress. I will tell y'all till I'm blue in the face that I'd rather make tiny, tiny little steps than no steps at all. And it still blows my mind sometimes. And I was like this too, right? That we're not feeling like we're making big enough moves. So we just give up. Like that's going to get us there any faster. So like, let's not give up this holiday season. Let's remember that, you know what? The results might come slow or hell. You know what? Maybe this holiday for you is all about maintaining, not losing. And that is okay, We're not going to compare ourselves to what that person on social media is doing or what this person, because you know what? They might be doing something different. They might have got surgery and you didn't. They might be using a weight loss supplement and you're not, right? We cannot compare our successes to other people's successes, our progress to other people's progress. It's going to take the fucking joy out of a lot of stuff. And so just remember that maybe during this holiday season, your goal isn't to lose a lot of weight. Maybe it's just to learn how to maintain through the holidays and not leave the holidays 10, 15 pounds heavier. And that's okay. It is okay to have a goal of maintenance when you're not at your goal weight. Like, I don't know if anybody has ever told you that, but it is okay to be in maintenance mode throughout the holidays instead of weight loss mode, even if you're not at your goal weight. Number two, you can't think your way to success. You have actually got to work for it. You don't need a whole ass month to be thinking about the woman you want to be in the new year. It baffles me that we literally will spend an entire month as we're elbows deep in a family size bag of Doritos eating our six Lindette white peppermint chocolate for the day thinking, you know what? In the new year, this is the bitch I want to be. I want to be that bitch that works out. I want to be that bitch that drinks water. I want to be that bitch that eats vegetables. I want to be that bitch that, you know, can stop at one chocolate. Why can't you be that bitch right now? What's fucking stopping you? What? You, that's the answer. You are what's stopping you. And you know what? That's sad as shit. That is so sad that we are literally the only thing that's stopping us from seeing progress or even trying in December. Because guess what, y'all? Even if you're doing a little bit, you're doing more than most. Even if you were just, you know what, I'm just going to move my body every day and I'm going to drink some water. That's all I'm going to do. That's two things more than a lot of the fucking world's doing. (laughs) Do not be the thing that stands in your way. So long this new year, new you bullshit. Start fucking now. Start laying the foundation now. Because guess what? Nothing changes between now and January. You're still going to be the same you if you don't do anything. And you might even be further behind, okay? Because you know what happens if we're spending a whole month thinking about what we're going to be doing in January? Guess what you're going to be doing? I'm going to give you a minute. I'm going to give you a minute because you're going to say in your head, you're going to say in your head what you're going to do before I even say it. So what are you going to do if you're spending the entire month of December thinking about the bitch you want to become in January? Are you ready for me to answer it? You are going to spend the entire month of December as your quote unquote last meal. 
Like you're about on death row, about to go to, to the guillotine. You're going to be spending the entire month of December as your last meal. So you're going to be spending the entire month of December eating like complete donkey shit, drinking all the alcohol. So then in January, you're going to start the month 20 pounds heavier than you ever would have. Is that what you said? Is that... I know it is. Don't you lie to me. So that's what we're not going to do. We're not going to spend an entire month planning on the bitch that we want to be in January. We're going to start that. And number three and four kind of go together. So I'm going to talk about them as they go together. So number three is you're doing stuff that not many are doing to have what not many are going to get. So you need to remember that just because everybody else isn't doing it doesn't mean that you don't need to be doing it, right? Like everybody else is, you know, eating everything because they're going to start the new year, new me stuff in January. Okay, but do you want the life that everybody else has? Do you want to feel like everybody else is going to feel? Or do you want to set yourself apart and already be like, you know what? I started the race way before you did. Like I'm going into January not feeling like complete shit, but also knowing that I did enjoy my holidays, right? And so I think a lot of us get this stuck in this whole comparison. Like everybody around us, whether it's our family, whether it's our friends, whatever, they're doing this whole like December YOLO and I want to do that too. Okay, but do you want to feel the same way that they're going to feel in January? Bloated, exhausted, you know, maybe depressed because... scientifically proven that the foods and stuff that we put in our body can lead to severe depression and weather's already doing that all of these things right like do we want to feel like that or do we want to feel a little bit better knowing that we still did something during this time right do you want to live a life like the many or do you want to live the exception i don't know about y'all but i want to be the exception i am now on day 600 (laughs) 696 of consecutive movement. That means I have moved my body every single day for 696 days. That's not what everybody does, but I don't want to live a life like everybody. I don't want some days where I sit on the couch and I don't do absolutely anything because I know those days my depression peaks. I know those days I am more susceptible to binge eating. I know those days they don't serve me. So just because everybody else is doing rest days doesn't mean I have to. I can do active recovery days because I know those days don't serve me. So let us, instead of thinking about what everybody else is doing, let us think about what's best for us, right? What's best for Allie to do? What's best for you to do, right? What everybody else is doing is none of your fucking business. Because you can show those people that you can still prioritize your health and enjoy the holidays. It is not either or. It can be and. Capiche? Capiche. And number five, make this shit fun. (laughs) Like, make this shit fun. Remember, movement does not have to be exhausting. It does not have to be something you burden. It doesn't have to be something that you dread, right? It can be fun. Do things that are in your best interest, that make you happy, that are fun. One day, go do ice skating instead of a at-home workout, right? Instead of going to the gym one day, take your kids to the trampoline park and you get on those trampolines instead of just watching them and have fun with them. Maybe instead of forcing yourself to do a run one day, you go and you do a Santa 5K because that's fun, right? Or why don't you, instead of, you know, eating the same old boring food every day, 
make yourself a new healthy recipe. Try a new soup. I get so excited to try new soup recipes. I love soup season. So like make this shit fun. Make it enjoyable because the more that you kind of like go through the motions and feel like it's just you're dreading it, the less likely you are to stick with it, the less likely you are to actually make progress. I swear the reason I have been able to see so much success with my journey is because I make it fun. Like I feel like that should be a requirement when setting new goals is how can you make this fun now is every day gonna be fun no some days you're just really not gonna want to do it and your discipline has to kick in but on the days like where you're like you know what it's a Saturday I really don't want to move my body how can I make this fun today oh I'm gonna go take my kids ice skating we're gonna go tubing and I'm gonna have to climb up big ass mountains maybe we're gonna go skiing if you live in a ski area or maybe we're gonna go walk around our downtown and look at lots right like how can you make it fun and also get your movement in and prioritize your health right I feel like some of those things we don't think about because we're like okay so She's saying that I need to move my body every day, but I don't want to fucking work out every day. You don't have to, you know, there's workouts that actually don't feel like working out. Like going to the trampoline park and jumping with your babies. Like going ice skating. Like going um, and walking around to look at lots, right? Or, you know, going and I don't know. There's a bunch of movement things that you can do that don't actually inquire weights, require weights. I don't know. Does that help? All right. So those are my big tips. I really hope this helps you. And I hope maybe this makes the holidays a little less intimidating because y'all, I swear, this is how I navigate the holidays. Like I go into the holidays knowing that my goal is not to transform my body. My goal is not to lose a ton of weight. My goal is not to even lose any weight. I go into every holiday and I have for the last since 2021, so it's two years, with the sole goal of I want to leave the holidays in maintenance mode. Like I want to leave it the same way I came in it. And that's okay. My goal, I have not been at my, I don't even know what my weight is, but like I don't feel like I'm at my goal weight, but I really don't know what my goal weight is and I don't know what I weigh. But I know that, you know what? I don't want to have to put that extra pressure on myself to be a little bit more restrictive to gum out of this smaller. So I would rather enjoy my holidays and come out of it looking the exact same than gaining weight because I try to get smaller. Does that make sense? I I hope that makes sense. But again, above all y'all just remember that this is very individualized, right? Like you can take what you want and leave what you don't on this, but I hope this just shows you that it is a hundred percent possible to navigate the holidays without letting the holidays take you, right? You can own the holidays. The holidays don't own you, okay? All right, I'm gonna go over them real quick and then we're gonna end this episode on a high note. So number one, work out to earn anything. You don't have to earn your food. Food isn't a fucking reward. Step two, we're not gonna step on the scale daily. We're not even gonna step on it at all this holiday season. Three is get the fuck it mindset, y'all. We've got to lose the fuck it mindset. I know there's so many of us that go like, fuck it. The holiday's so close. Might as well just start in June or January, not June. 
We're not going to have the fuck it mindset. Number four, deprive ourselves. We're not going to deprive ourselves. Number five, give people our time that doesn't deserve it. We are only going to give our time to those that deserve our time and those that add to our lives. And number six, we're not going to put ourselves and our joy on the back burner. And then here are some reminders for the holiday season. Life is a game of inches, not miles. It's okay to make very, very small progress or even go into maintenance mode, even if you're not at your goal. That's okay. Number two, you can't think your way to success. You don't need a whole month to think about the bitch you want to be in January. Work towards her now. Um, Number three is you're doing stuff that not many are doing to have things that not many are. Remember that just because not many are doing this doesn't mean that you don't. And last but not least, make this shit fun. We don't need to dread it, okay? All right, if this was helpful, will you do me a solid and share it to your Instagram story and tag me? Let me know what your favorite part was or just share it with your friends. It's the way that helps this podcast grow and we can help more people not succumb to the holiday crazies. Um, And then if you extra liked it and you love me as a person and I made you laugh even once or even made you a little bit more hydrated, please go ahead and go to where you're listening to this and leave me a five-star rating and review. It really, really does help me so much and help this podcast get seen by so many. So anyways, I'm gonna leave you like I leave it every single time in a world full of bitches. Be that bitch. Bye y'all.